CEE Central Europe Explained An IDM podcast series powered by Erste Group Episode 39 European True Culture Novisat as the European Capital of Culture 2022 On the 1st of January 2022 the Serbian city Novisat officially became the European Capital of Culture With one year delay due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Novi Sad is amongst the first cities outside the European Union and the very first from the Western Balkans to be awarded with this prestigious title. Created in 1985, European capitals of culture highlight the continent's richness and the diversity of cities. Moreover, it brings together people from all over Europe, promotes European understanding and collaboration. For this year, 2022, Novisat follows the motto for new bridges and aim to bring together cultural cooperation on both regional and European level. However, is European Capital of Culture on a prestigious title or does it have concrete actions and consequences on the ground and amongst ordinary people? Welcome to CEE, Central Europe Explained. My name is Daniel Martinek and I am a research associate at IDM. Today with me is Sara Vuletic, Program Director at the Foundation Novi Sad, European Capital of Culture. Hi, Sara, and thank you for joining us today. Hello, and thank you very much for inviting us to be a part of this podcast. I would like to discuss with you today the project of the Novi Sad, European Capital of Culture. Could you maybe, Sara, briefly introduce us to the project itself? What does it mean for the city of Novi Sad to be awarded with this prestigious title? What are the main goals of the project? Yes, sure. What you said is completely true. Novi Sad, the European Capital Culture, has gotten this title actually in 2016. We were also pronounced a project of national importance and European Capital Culture. During this period, we have done a lot to increase capacities in the city itself and abroad. And we have even before the title year managed to establish uh, legacy programs and the network of uh, cultural hubs and stations that help artists uh, create and perform in those places. Novi Sad, I want to highlight even before getting the uh, award for European Capital Culture, actually before the title year, to be more precise, has gotten the award for the best European trend branding culture in Dresden in 2021 because we established Dotchek and Kaleidoscope Culture, which are two long-term legacy platforms, and because we have established a strong network of cultural stations, the places which were not used before for culture, which were kind of abandoned, are now new creative centers. And to give you like a little brief about the concept itself, Novi Sad um, reached a lot of accomplishments during this uh, period in terms of culture and art. And our main idea, our main inspiration was to connect differences and to bridge differences. Therefore, we have the slogan, Four New Bridges, that is kind of the most important message that we want to convey to everyone. And that is that we connect past history and future East and West tradition and modernity through our program and through our artist collaborations. Due to that, we have also established in our title year, the a program which contains eight program platforms. Some program platforms 
tackle migrations, some tackle peace and reconciliation in the region, female creativity, creativity of minority groups, ecological problems that we are facing, and so on. And what is important is that each, uh, you can say, month, month and a half, we have the new theme that we address through all sorts of expressions in terms of arts, from visual arts to performing arts, theater, music, um, architecture even, and so on. Many thanks, Sarah. So it's pretty obvious that you have a dynamic performance when it comes to these cultural activities within the project. My question would be maybe how is it actually possible or how difficult it is to connect, as you mentioned, past and modernity, these different regions, these different culture actors. It must be quite difficult to do such activities uh, during a global pandemic. And what are the implications actually of the COVID-19 crisis on your project? I mean, we were all faced with this uh, horrible pandemic. And uh, unfortunately, all the European capitals of culture needed to push their title year. We pushed it for one year. Some European capitals of culture even postponed it for two years. So that was a challenge. I would say it helped us bruise our program even more and create even stronger program narrative to it. We always knew what we wanted, and I think that is important because from the beginning, our program concept was very clear, and then we paid a lot of focus on um, elevating the artistic scene even before pandemic. So we were kind of prepared in our program pretty much before it hit us. We established the artists in residency programs. We already started developing certain bidbook projects. We even actually announced the open call the biggest one of the biggest open calls in Serbia for artists in order to fulfill our program and we were working all the time i know this was very difficult time we were faced with working online with uh, with maybe uncertainty whether certain artists can come due to restrictions and everything but i think what kind of kept us going is this uh, positive mindset that uh, we will overcome this issue this uh, global yeah problem And uh, the, the most important thing is to create the program in the best quality manner and to work with what we have. What we are fortunate about is that even though we, in our open calls, in our uh, project proposals, we gave the option for a realization of the project in case of the pandemic, whether it is VR, digital or online, we, we were lucky enough that this wasn't the case. So this year... We managed to, with our perseverance and with very strong legal procedures, to make sure that uh, like 90% of the planned artists and programs are actually being realized. And we are very happy and we are very proud that this is the case. What I can see that lies behind this is a strong uh, teamwork, strong collaboration with independent scene, with uh, institutions in the city, with the city itself. We have a uh, big support. So I think all these aspects are very important to make this project successful because it is not like a one-man show. We have established throughout these years also very strong audience outreach programs, collaborations with independent scene, as I mentioned, and with all the institutions. We have support from the government, obviously, and from, from the city, from Voivodina as well. As I can say, it's a perseverance, serious work and commitment, uh, I can say, can be the secret of success. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sarah, and congratulations not only on all these preparations despite the COVID-19 caused obstacles, 
but also for the so far successful implementation of the project and all your foreseen activities within Thank the project. Thank you so much. And if I may just add to what I said previously, I'm sorry to interrupt you really. During the pandemic year 2020 and 2021, because we had Dochek and Kaleidoscope of Culture that year, we actually did programs even during that year. They were in a little smaller capacity, but we wanted to keep culture alive even during difficult times. And I think it gave artists and uh, citizens kind of a feeling that maybe normal times will come again. So we didn't stop. That's all I wanted to add. Sorry for interrupting. No, oh, don't worry. It's perfect. That's something actually I would like to follow up with my next question. And that is, you know, how is this whole project actually perceived by the citizens themselves? Because I can imagine they are now very much involved in all these activities. Because you mentioned also these huge changes within the infrastructures. You mentioned all these abandoned places in the city and all this, that it was very much improved also because of this prestigious title. Uh, you also mentioned this artist in residence and so on. So my question would be, you know, how is it perceived by the citizens themselves, but also, for example, by the local artist community you are cooperating with? Yeah, I think people are being very grateful. There are so many programs happening and they're very approachable, accessible. A lot of them are actually open for the entire public. They're free or the prices are very minimal. So in that sense, people are enjoying the culture of the city a lot. I can say that maybe in the beginning, people didn't really understand what the project is really about because it was a lot of hype. It was a lot of talk, but not all the time there were maybe enough programs. But now in this year, you can really feel that people are enjoying it so much. They're coming from all different parts of Serbia and even the region for certain programs uh, due to the fact that we established the network of cultural stations, which are actually They are to decentralize the culture. They are positioned strategically, not all in the city center, but also in the outskirts. People who are maybe not used to going to museums, galleries, concerts, are now actually having the access to culture in their own neighborhood, and they're really appreciating it. They feel included. And I think this is something which is the most important for citizens. And we also established through our five-year strategy program, strong audience development programs in the institutions. That's one. And in terms of the artists, we have kept our project open for everyone with ideas that are in line with our program to apply and to try to be a part of it. So it's very transparent and open. And they have also had, uh, local artists have also had uh, a lot of chances to travel abroad to different mobility and artists in residence programs, not only in Europe, but for example, to Japan as well, because we have strong uh, collaboration with them. Overall, I think we are kind of pushing boundaries with this project and uh, we're just hoping that we will preserve a good legacy model so that we can continue because people are definitely used to a lot of good things, good cultural things happening in the city. Thank you, Sarah. If we are speaking about different types of neighborhood, about overcoming boundaries and borders, I know that the city of Novi Sad, but also the whole region of Vojvodina is very much internationally connected and also interconnected with the neighboring regions and countries. So I would like to ask you, you know, um, you already mentioned that you invited also some artists from abroad and so on. My question would be, you know, what will be the legacy of the project when it comes to 
overcoming boundaries and borders when it comes to um, integration of the region of Vojvodina, but maybe also the whole country of Serbia. What will be the legacy of the project when we speak about the European community, about the European family? Being European capital of culture, we're obviously networked with all other cities in Europe, mainly EU. As you mentioned, we were like the first the city outside the European Union to get this title considering the more strict admission process and uh, we are very proud of it. So in that sense we're connected with uh, a lot of European partners, a lot of European cities. We have established during this time a lot of uh, partnerships and projects within Europe for Citizens, Creative Europe, Erasmus Plus. So those projects are definitely ongoing and it is basically expected of us to continue in that light and not only our company actually our foundation applied for this project but we have also helped and enhanced the capacities of partner institutions in the city to apply for these projects which they have never done before and when it comes to legacies well having in mind the fact that we created new cultural spaces new cultural hubs which require a strong artistic program they will definitely continue to exist and try to be in line with our art concept because that is one of the uh, strategies of the city itself, not only to have this uh, strong uh, concept in this title year, but also to kind of carry it on in the years to come because um, this kind of helped uh, all the institutions become a stronger unity, which I think is very important. I think we have opened the eyes to the people of Novi Sad in kind of more global approach to the art. We have brought so many artists from all over the world and different countries. And in that sense, kind of enhanced greatly the quality of the culture in the city. And with our legacy platforms that I mentioned before, that also got the International Trend Brand Award, there's no other way but just keep going forward. And as I mentioned, there is an understanding on the level of the city, on the level of the country, about the importance of this project, and they have uh, addressed it and realized it. And even Ministry of Culture was inspired by this project, and they created on a little smaller scale a project which is called National Capital of Culture. So each year, inspired by European Capital of Culture, Serbia will have National Capital of Culture, where strong infrastructure, cultural uh, content will be invested in a particular city in order to grow and in order to spread the, the good quality culture uh, in decentralized cities, not only Belgrade, not only Novi Sad, Niš, but smaller cities should also have the possibility to enjoy and to benefit from cultural infrastructure. Many thanks, Sarah. I'm very glad to hear that also your project and your uh, great example as the capital of culture Uh, this year also brought or is bringing new initiatives, new projects on the surface, uh, which is great. And I'm also very glad that uh, your project is kind of opening the minds of the citizens, of local people, because I think if you want to integrate Serbia or all your regions into the European community, I think this is exactly the way how we should proceed, you know, to start on the local level to speak about it with citizens, uh, what are the advantages and what what we can actually do together if we collaborate and cooperate. 
So many thanks for that. I'm happy to hear that there are also new uh, new projects coming up. I would like to thank you for your time today. Um, but I would like to ask you one more question because uh, we established uh, such a tradition. We invite our guests uh, to recommend a piece of art or literature, piece of music. It can be also plays, for example which uh, the guest associate with the discussed topic. So I would like to ask you, uh, do you have any kind of piece or literature or something in mind which you would connect with the topic of the Novi Sad as a European capital of culture? Well, now that we have spoken so much about legacies and what has remained, I would actually like to uh, highlight two places which I think are very relevant to the topic. One is Svilara cultural station that used to be an old silk factory that was not used for decades. And with our project, we completely readapted it into a beautiful space for culture and art. And then when you go there, you would feel like you're somewhere in Berlin. It has a very much of a cool industrial feel to it. So that is something that I would definitely emphasize on in terms of uh, the interesting things to, to experience in Sad related to this project. And another place, is called Creative District. And that is also a place which was abandoned for decades. It was like an old industrial zone in the city of Novi Sad. And we actually established, are establishing around 15 cultural objects over there on that plot. And now this has become already a place where people gather to enjoy arts and to enjoy different programs. So actually yesterday I was there We have a, have a program there related to our platform, Fortress of Peace. And a friend of mine, he told me, I can't believe this place is alive before I can only go to exits to enjoy music. But now this is a completely uh, different atmosphere, different zone, and it is so cool. So I was really happy because it took us so long to make this establishment, to make this happen. Uh, a lot of efforts, challenges. So when you hear this uh, firsthand honest impression uh, by someone, you, you really feel proud. So yeah, that's what I can kind of point out. Thank you very much, Sarah, for these two nice recommendations. I think these two places are definitely worth visit. And I would like to encourage all our listeners to pay visit to the beautiful city of Novi Sad in Serbia. Many thanks once again, Sarah, for taking your time today for us. I hope we can see each other soon be it in Novi Sad or in Vienna. And as I already mentioned, I wish you a lot of success with your upcoming activities. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. So you enjoyed this podcast? Then tune into another CEE episode and subscribe to the IDM podcast series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Acast, or elsewhere you get your podcast. And also have a look at the rest of our work on our website, www.idm.at. For any feedback or podcast collaboration, feel free to contact me at e.hontoberry at idm.at. The email is in the description below. This was CEE, Central Europe Explained a podcast series produced by the Institute for the Danube Region and Central Europe, powered by Elstergroup. With the ongoing participation of Daniela Paiden, 
Malvina Talik, Daniel Martinek, and Sebastian Schaeffer. Production and editing, Emma Hunterberry. Proofreading, Jack Gill. IDM Podcast. Institut für den Donauraum und Mitteleuropa. Institute for the Danube Region and Central Europe. European Perspectives. Regional Actions. Cooperation and Expertise since 1953.